When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jenny, you know me. You know I love to gamble. And normally, I mean, you know this, right? I do. I mean, we normally, do. yeah, so the biggest gamble I'll take frequently, I'll take gambles like I will, um, I'll order truck stop sushi. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big gamble. That's a, yeah, it's like airport sushi, you know, same. Or I'll, um, I'll online date with somebody who's been really heavily filtered. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So those are my online gambles. But... For sports betting, I mean, whether it's the NFL or the NBA or uh, um, Major League Baseball, you know, for me, the place I go to is betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Oh, you're telling me, being a Houston Astro fan, I know that's not popular right now because of the cheating, but whatevs. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action happening on betonline.ag. Yeah, and I'm a novice, so like it's also a great place to get the news, odds on for all of your sporting needs. I don't think they do um, ice dancing yet, but I think it's coming. <laughs> and uh, but for the major sports, your Major League Baseball, your NBA, your NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action, which I know you're a huge fan of violence. My God, all of it. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, but you'll get real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine with betonline.ag. Yeah, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And here's the thing. You'd think that would cost something like a fortune to sign up, but you'd be wrong. It's free to sign up. It is totally 100% free. And I'm here to tell you, before you even see another pitcher walk on the mound... Yes. Head to betonline.ag on your laptop, mobile device, iPad, Kindle, I don't know, whatever, you know, yeah. works for you. Flip and bonus. guess what? Take advantage. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Holy balls. Bet online. They're your online sports expert. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. You get in the action and use the promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That is CLNS50, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 1,000%, everyone go immediately right now. Let's make some money. We've, been, we've all been sitting around just losing money during this pandemic. It's time, yeah. to, it's, it's time for it to come back in our pockets. And that's what BetOnline.ag is here to do. And there's no sure way to make money than to bet on sports. I always that is, that's what that's how I was raised. I know that's how you were raised. And Completely. I think that's the most important thing in the world is sports and gambling. <laughs> and Let's do it. Doing it. Do it. <laughs> Get on this doing it nation. Betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50. apostrophe. Hey guys, stop, stop the song. We time this out. I think. I think. Yeah. We can do a better. Wait. I think we can do better than this. I would like to hear a better version of this song. 
And you know maybe some, our- sometimes it's like when we, Danny, remember like when we would listen to Heart play in the car? Yes. And then we went to the Heart concert? Exactly. That's what this is about to be like. This could be Nirvana Unplugged, which some think was one of their better albums. Or like Alice in Chains Unplugged? Oh my God, don't get me started. Um, I'm about what, to get you started. What if we gave you the man we praise in and out every single week, who is also our guest today, Eli Braden. Take it away, my friend. D-O-I in apostrophe. I-T-W-I-T. H-D-A-N-N-Y and J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny and Jenny Doing it with Danny and Jenny Oh yeah! Doing it with Danny and Jenny It's a revolution in podcast Oh man! Oh man! (laughs) <laughs> you were here. You know, I grew up and people would always tell stories about seeing Springsteen in a little bar in New Jersey when they're down in Asbury Park. Yeah. I missed him every time. Didn't miss him this time. Am I nipping? This time. Can you see my nips? Oh, my God. Are they shooting? I'm nipping. If Your nips those, are I mean, like... I know this, this is mostly an audio <laughs> podcast, but Jenny could etch glass with her nips right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're rock hard. I'm rock hard. Yeah. Like from Blue Chew, pretty much, maybe. Yeah, from Blue Chew. <laughs> is Blue Chew a sponsor? Is Blue Chew a yeah. sponsor? Yeah. Oh, Why wouldn't it so be? Good. Everyone, so everyone wants to listen to this and get hard. It, the, the, I don't know why Blue Chew would be a sponsor of the show, though, because just Jenny being on it is just the equivalent of it's, oh, it's just Thank audio you. Viagra. I mean, Thank yeah. you. you. You should have been in those conference calls when I just kept fighting for uh, that. I'm like, Jenny, I've, I've, I've beat off to you so many times. You have <gasps> no idea. Eli. <laughs> He, you know what? He, this is like Scott Kelly interview all over again. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when Ann Murray was on. Yeah, exactly. She said the exact same thing about me. Um, Eli Braden. Eli, finally, our, our finally show. a guest. Finally a guest. Not just a, oh, yes, every episode. Yes, of course, I listen to the first five minutes of every episode so I can yeah. hear the praise heaped upon my theme song. Yeah, but right. yeah, but no, no, finally I'm a guest. Finally I'm, yeah. I'm invited to the table. I love it. Thank you. Now, now the residuals you. are paying off. Here they come. Yeah. Just like getting those checks from SAG. Just yeah, get ready for the doing it bump, man. Your life is going to be a lot different now. You're going to, I can't there's wait. Like, there's like P doing it and B, you know, uh, uh, you know, BC. Ah, fuck it. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's you're talking about letters. You're saying letters. That yeah. always means that's always shorthand for something very good. Yeah, BC and AD, and I just couldn't do it. So. <laughs> OPP, all that stuff. But oh, you know what, Eli? You know I mean. People are going to be beaten off to you, my friend. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. It's um, going to be a jizznado. Well, thank you for being on. This is so fun for us because. First off, we've we've known each other for a while, but I love that we also have the love connection of Howard Stern. Yes, you guys, you guys are Stern fans. You guys are well, Stern fans. Well, Danny, I'll let you, I, you mention you know, your. I mean, I don't know how much you know about me, but that was. Right. I know, I know all about your Stern history. Yes, yes I he was I roommates with Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I remember that moment because I knew you prior. I think, for those who don't know, Eli is a major contributor. Uh, of 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 songs about Robin Quiver's tits that are played, yeah. and how many would you say you have already? Um, well, I mean, I've done definitely like at least five hundred songs about Robin. Um, you know, since the pandemic, the show has they don't do the 
news segment anymore. Oh. Um, so it's like I do all kinds of songs. A lot of Bobby Bowie songs, a lot of oh, songs really? about various callers, Bobo, King of All Blacks, a lot of songs about various staffers, you know, Benji, Sal, yeah. JD. I love I love doing JD, those songs too. JD. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I I continue to worship Robin's tits, but um there's not as much of a there's not there's not an opening on the show for for songs about her tits anymore. So yeah, I think it's important for an artist to grow. It's true. And so, you know, and I think it is a natural, like just as, you know, when Bob Dylan went electric and you moved from Robin to uh, Bobo. I yeah, exactly. Important. I mean, these are but milestones. I think, but Robin's titties need to be celebrated always. Oh, I don't think it's fair to, to take this away from the life that they've lived. Now, there are no. other contributors of, of music? Is there a competition, a camaraderie? A, are you a fraternity of, like, who are, who, who are the, I, I, you know, who, who would you shout out to as inspirations or people who make you a better song parodist in that world? Well, among, among the song parody people for the Howard Stern show, I, I do have a strong alliance with Little Mikey. Yes. Um, and and there, was, there was one point in the show's history, probably, you know, eight years ago, up until maybe three years ago, where the main three people was me, little Mikey, and Psych. And Psyche. Psych was blind. And I was not a fan of Psych. I went on the show a couple of times with Psych. But you've openly discussed how much you hate blind people. This is I, I, you know, I'm I'm not I don't hate all blind people, but most, most Marley Matlin, definitely on my shit list. Well, no, she just can't oh, no. hear. She just can't hear. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, it's everybody with disabilities that I'm not. No, I get I that. Mean, I get that. Um, it, it, I mean, as a, as a white, as a straight white male, I'm kind of like, you know, all of you just go away. You know, it's like, you, I, you know, what, finally, no someone's standing up for like, <laughs> giving straight white males a chance. It's been, I mean, uh, finally. It's like, hard out here for a minute. I mean, Stevie Wonder. Time. Stevie Wonder wrote a couple of good songs. Let's yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, he's black. Fine, he's got that against him. But in spite of that, um, um, you know, I oh, did we ever put the thing um, the views expressed on doing it do not necessarily reflect those of the host <laughs> or our guy. Yeah, we might want to just throw that on. Yeah, just that. <laughs> yeah. This is why I haven't been invited on as a guest until now. It's like, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's good. We are, you know, I think we've. How do you guys it. feel about Q? By the way, I'm just curious because I'm way into that. that yeah, way. I mean Q. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, they got the Jewish space laser right. I was that was surprised, <laughs> but everything else. You was a, yeah, you would know. You would know. You I'm, sorry, I'm starting to feel laser. like that. Um, CrossFit is a gateway drug now. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel like now anyone that does CrossFit is like somebody that I'm a little afraid of? And also, I mean, That's yoga right. too, like weird spiritual yoga has become oddly Q adjacent. I don't know, like this is weird that true? World. Like all this spiritual, like like a lot of yoga people have become very Q, which it's just like, how do you do yoga? And then you get into Q. I, 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 don't, I don't get that, but I, yeah. I don't know how you do yoga. That's... <laughs> <laughs> off the top that's already what's you know problematic for me i don't really want to do yoga for sure for sure it just highlights the fact that i'm not very limber and i don't really like to do things that showcase <laughs> to showcase my lack of ability for doing things well you know eli we we, we took special joy at a certain point when like i, I remember watching the uh, the joel McHale show and then your end credits 
Uh, you know, I was amazing. I was so I was sad that went off for a number of reasons, but truly the biggest reason was I liked your continuing saga. So Eli would do the end credits theme, but it yes. always became a personal story about himself and the thing. They were just so good and brilliant and funny. Thank you. Yeah, I, mean, I thought was, it was great, and I really, I actually love that so much. And I, that was a great show. How yeah, did how it did was that a great show? I mean, I, I think what happened was. Like, you know, I had done some stuff for The Soup when it was on E, when Joel hosted The Soup, like music, like musical stuff, original musical content. And, you know, so they would be like, hey, we're going to do a We Are the World parody. Why don't you do with us? Hey, we're going to do a Taylor Swift parody. Why don't you work with us? So I, I was kind of I had a foot foot in with them. And then when, you know, you know, The Soup got it ended, whatever. And then uh, Netflix was like, hey, we want to move into like doing some weekly content let's get we, we want to get the soup back together so it was basically the soup but it, they called it the joel McHale show because of right. you know whatever copyright reasons and it but it was it was joel doing the same thing and i think at a certain point i mean the, the way it went down was joel they just it wasn't joel it was netflix decided they didn't want to do weekly content anymore like they were like we don't we actually realized we're not doing a weekly show thing right. we we're doing like here's a drop of 20 great episodes of a show right. so but like you know that was that show was a victim of that dis decision but um originally they were like hey we want to do a we want to do a show we're, we're doing this show we want you to do a a closing song that's about how no one will ever hear the closing song because netflix has this new feature where you, roll you can skip the, the credits. credits so yeah. it's just write a song about how no one will ever hear this song because <laughs> everyone's going to skip the credits and so i recorded it i wrote it recorded it they loved it and then i mean you know it's me just being like hey i, I gotta push myself into this i gotta do more i'm like hey what if this is like an evolving story about this guy who's you know like he's like convinced like no one's hearing him so he he can like just say whatever he wants yep. he can just like kind of like tell this story about like hey not only is no one listening so i'm gonna say what i want to say and they were like we'd love it just run with it so I wrote a few more versions. They were like, that's great. So in that first season, I did a couple different versions that as, you know, I like remember. for like two or three episodes would have this song, the next two or three episodes would have this song. And then, and then, then season two got approved. And I'm like, guys, what if I do a different song for every episode? Because I'm going to get paid for every one of them. So of course. You're, you're a dummy. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, I'm no dummy. So they were like, we love it. We love it. So I had one where, um, my daughter was singing and the whole premise was I was coercing her into doing it for money. I was exploiting her. I had one, it just, it was every, every idea I could think of became, uh, you know, a, a, a and it, this could have gone on for seasons and seasons and seasons, but, but Netflix decided, Hey, great. we don't want to do that. I actually remember wrestling with the interface while watching it because you had to click pretty quick immediately. Immediately, yes. and then you'd miss it, and then like I go back, and I get to that. You know, like I had to get to the same point. You have to work to hear see the end credits sometimes. You would I have to. You would have to. You would have to start from the beginning of the episode. Yes, and, and then fast forward all the end yeah. of it. Yes, and I, I, I've I've had that with other shows, like you know, when there's a voice on, like say Big Mouth. Like who was that? Yeah. I knew that voice. Or there's a voice yeah. on, like an yeah. anime, and it's like. I, they they they, make, they really make it hard to see those credits. Right. Any anytime I ever want to see credits, like sometimes I'm like, oh, this is good. Why do I have to hear this whole theme song at the end again? And it's gonna go, and we're gonna see the locations you were at, like when you're seeing the credit, yeah. and then the, and then when you want to see it, it's like, boom, skip it. 
you're yeah, done. Go to the next show and you're like, <laughs> actually, I think one of my friends was in that. I'm pretty sure I saw her. I just wanted to see a name at the end. That one little thing. Yeah. It's like they make it so hard for people's parents to be proud of them. They, when you just, <laughs> you just cut everyone off. And you had some funny recurring bits on that show too. Like the, 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 I don't know what you know what your role is, but I love the guy who was um, it was the pizza box man. Do you remember? Like he would come out and he was like he was the guy from the pizza box who would always go right with hey, this. <laughs> that guy was so funny, and um and also I mean who, the guy who produced it, the guy from um um, the, I'm spacing on his name from uh, um bridesmaids um um Paul Feig. Paul, Paul Feig. Feig was oh, like Paul Feig, was yeah. one of the producers. He was always there in a suit. Right? He, he was one of the producers. And by the way, the whole the whole show happened because of him, because really? he was such a fan of the soup. He was such a fan of Joel. And he was just basically like he got some deal with Netflix or whatever. And he was just like, we have to bring the show back. It's so good. And and by the way, Paul Feig is the greatest guy. And everybody and, says it. Yeah, oh I met him once. He seems so nice, but he must he's so cool. Great. And by the way, it, it's really funny because I worked on the game show recently where we had a game, it got, it eventually got killed, but the game was like people revealing their dark, deepest secrets, like uh-huh. that no one would ever guess and that they would be embarrassed about. And when we were testing the game, <laughs> my, my secret was I loved the Ghostbusters reboot, the all-female <laughs> Ghostbusters reboot, because I really did. I really yeah. thought that was a good movie. Yeah. And, and I while we were too, playing it, pe- people were like, Oh God, who who would like that movie? That was yeah. awful. I'm like, no, that was a great movie. And that was Paul Feig. Like, I, I think it was great. Paul Feig, though, my biggest one of one of my best moments in life is at the rap party for Joel McHale. He and I had a 30 minute conversation just talking about Howard Stern stuff because he's a big Stern fan too. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. He's a big fan and, of that. Yeah, movie. yeah. It was so much fun. He's such a great guy. I love him. He is. I'm trying to get my video back. But don't worry. Let's keep talking. He's he's a um um. No, he you, he's just like he's so good. He has such a good ear for comedy, and um and it, I mean I was just like I don't know. I was very impressed with him. Wait, uh, didn't Paul also? Good. Wait, didn't he? He also directed the Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yes. Yes. The Netflix what thing. Is that? that that was the one with your friend Sophia's husband. Oh, that's right. He did. Which is so good. Which is so good. It's so that's good. So and like my obsession with TV Herman that I've that's always, oh, I've openly discussed. I'm an out. I'm out and proud. <laughs> like TV Herman, everyone that knows me knows this is part of loving me. And yeah. I wrote Paul, I've never met Paul Fig, but I absolutely, everything he's done, I just fully enjoy. Like he, no, he's, he's so, so talented. I'm trying to reboot. Um, I want to do like an all male version of the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm running into some re- a remake of that, like a word for word remake of that version. Yeah, yeah, do like I, yeah. I want to do an all female remake of Golden Girls. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> all- well, but Golden Girls supposedly is every, and Sex in the City has the same thing. From what I understand, both those shows were created by gay guys. And they were just basically like, these are four gay guys, but we're making them women. I don't think that was the case with Golden Girls at all. I don't think really? like that. I don't, I don't know who like created Golden, Golden Girls. Yeah. I love Golden Girls. I never miss that shit. I watched Golden Girls and Glow Wrestling on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, well, wow. So you did you like Glow? 
Oh my God, did I like my mom, my sister, my, my mom had no interest. She would just like read her architectural digest or her Southern living magazine. My dad would be watching Mexican boxing in the other room. And my sister and I would just, we could not wait to watch glow. Oh, that's amazing. On a Saturday night. Cause there is, Oh, Mount Fiji was our favorite. Oh my God. That's so great. Jackie Tone's a friend of mine. She's, she was on the show glow. I don't know. I don't know if her character was based on a real character, but. Yeah, Jackie Tone also, who I want to have these people on, by the way. I don't know if y'all are familiar with The Tiny Chef. Uh, she is obsessed with Tiny, the tiny Chef. Chef. Tiny <laughs> Chef guys. And The Tiny Chef people are friends of mine. Like, I've gone and met with them. I've met The Tiny Chef. I've had dinner with The Little Tiny hey, Chef. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Obsessed with The Tiny Chef. It's one of the most, like, like heartwarming little bits that you could, if you follow The Tiny Chef show, that, that can be, we'll talk about it. We have to have these people on, by the way, Danny. What is it? it the Tiny Chef, it, it's just this little, it, oh, it's like a Muppet. It's a stop animation oh. type thing. And and it's just this little, he's the happiest little guy. And he makes food and he has a, like a little mumbly voice. But Jackie Tone and him are BFFs. And they'll do like split screen and they'll have like a FaceTime together. And That's amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some of it, Danny. You'll absolutely love it. Yeah. I want to see that. So- but Jackie Tone's great. Well, Jackie Tones also, I don't know if you know Danny as a Stern fan, we did a we did a version, we did a, a parody of Lady Gaga's Shallow uh-huh. that was you, that was a huge deal on the Stern show. Like yeah, this I, is about about a year, two years ago. Years ago. And it was it was voted like when they did the end of the year Stern Awards, yeah, the the best song. It was the song of the year. And rightfully so, because Jackie killed it. It was it was all about Jackie and Robin having lesbian sex, <laughs> yeah. and it was insane. It was okay. just completely insane. Find that somewhere. I wonder if we. He's oh, about we, that. we will. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube okay. everywhere. It's it's, we'll, we'll, it's it was a huge we'll, deal. We'll for sure. We'll for sure like that. How did you get into? Because when I first met you, you weren't in that world. How how did you get in? How did you? Yeah. Get into that world of, of with the Stern people. I I had been a fan since I was like. Like when I was younger, I, you know, I was very, I'm a very liberal progressive person. I'd always heard Howard Stern's this awful, terrible human being. And like, this is like probably like late nineties, I was living in the San Francisco Bay area. Mm-hmm. And like just one day I, I had the radio on because we didn't have, yeah. you know, we didn't have anything back then to listen to. I was yeah. changing channels or whatever. And I found this show. I'm like, oh, this, what is this? And I'm listening to like, 15 minutes of this talk radio show on on an FM channel. And I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then as they go to commercial, it says the Howard Stern show. I'm like, wait, this is Howard Stern? I'm sorry. This guy is a fucking comedy genius. This show is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I immediately became obsessed. Um, and for, just for years, I was just a, a super fan. Yeah. And then in like 2003, I think, no, not 2013, mm-hmm. or maybe 2012, like right, about 10 years ago, more or less, yeah. I just had an idea for a song. And I, you know, I'd been doing music my whole life, but I'd never, it had never occurred to me like, hey, yeah. why don't you contribute to the show? Because I was always like, I'm a serious musician at this yeah. point, you know, yeah. like, I wouldn't do a joke song, you know, yeah. but I was like, I was starting to loosen up a little bit and, and I was like, Oh, I had an idea for a song. It was like, I was listening to uh, Tina Turner 
you're simply the best. Yeah. And I was like, what if it was big tits on her chest? <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I went to iTunes. I, re- I downloaded a karaoke version of the song. I recorded it very cheap, super yeah. fast. I just sent it to whatever the dumb email address is, Stern, you know, Stern Show yeah. at HowardStern.com. Yeah. And they literally played it the next morning. I was like, listen to the show live. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking believe it. I'm like, how many of us they get a day? I mean, that's a crazy that you got yeah. it. I know. I know. It's crazy. You're very so, talented. So, I mean, you well, th- thank you. I mean, I am talented, I think, but like, it was also just like, just hearing that validation from, you know, yeah. my hero, like yeah. the next day. And so that afternoon, I, I had a friend who was a music producer, and I'm like, dude, I want to do another song. And it was, I did um, the Black Eyed Peas Boom Boom Pow. Yeah. I did, uh, I was like, let's do a really good version of like make it super, sound super good. And it was, I can't, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, boo boop something. <laughs> I, don't even know. I sent it, and then the next day they played that. And I'm like, I am so in on this. So I just started sending in songs constantly. And like, literally, the first 20 songs I sent in, Every single one of them got played immediately. And I know it was amazing. Like, I remember listening and Howard, like, just hearing his voice go in another one by Eli Brain, you know, like he just made it so, like, matter of fact. It's like, here we are, you know, another top hit from Glenn Fry, everybody, you know, we love, like, (laughs) he just said it so matter of fact. I was like, shut the fuck up. Eli's just fucking killing it every day. And and there's no, no matter what, you know, anything that ever happens to me in, you know, my career. Yeah. There will never be anything that tops that because well, I he's say yeah, no because the reach of it it's so personal with Howard like it, it reaches yeah. in people's lives like everything like I've like it's I, I always tell Gary this but like you know I've had you know could have a show that aired on prime time or whatever if Howard even mentions me in passing in like a thirty second clip I hear more about that. Than I do about anything else. Is that like, I? Yeah, you know. I I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And you know, I mean, obviously, you've had you know, Danny, you've had such huge success. Huge success. When, when Howard, I mean, huge success. Huge. But huge. Howard, huge. you want to uh, get your Emmys? Do you want to get your Emmys? I want to go Where are they? Where Where do you keep them? I keep the them over there. I, I, <laughs> it's sort of douchey to have them in the, my own background. Unless is it I'm though? I mean, but is it? Yeah, unless I'm doing a bet. But when Howard mentions you, that's when I'm like, I want to reach out to Danny. Of course, I'm, yeah, I'm no, constantly cognizant like, of your. Honestly, you're one of those people who like will tell me that guy is really good about it. Um, but there's like, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of people. It's just like it's really fun, and and so you, I understand like to have it as much as you're having it and to have that reach. Are you still like? Would you say like? I know in the beginning you must have been writing a couple a day for him, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you still at that level right now? Are you have you have you tapered off or do you like get inspired? When I'm not working, when I'm not working, I'm totally into it. But like, I mean, like, you know, I basically I mean, just long story short, I have a deal with the show now because they pay me and I oh, that's I good. basically oh, I basically okay. have to produce like I basically have to produce like, you know, two or three songs a month. But like normally I go way over that because I it's not yeah. about it's not about like, oh, I have to get paid. It's about that was like, the question I was leading. Oh, it's not about the money. I wanted to. Yeah, it was never about the money for that. It's it's well, I mean, also, I mean, it's it's a even if I'm not mentioned, it's still just like 
Howard played my song. I don't care about getting the plug, but the plugs are huge. And by the way, yeah, every job I've ever gotten in Hollywood is because, of course, you know, I worked for Jimmy Kimmel because Jimmy Kimmel's like, hey, I want to, I want to talk to the guy who writes how Robin oh. Tit songs. I mean, that's right. literally what he said to me, and I'm like, sure, I'll tell you. <laughs> Let's talk about Robin Tit songs. He's giving, yeah, me- but Jimmy's an altar boy, so that makes sense. That he that's right, exactly. <laughs> Well, speaking of that, like, um. What are you working on now, my friend? Yeah, are you-, well, you know, I've, I've kind of moved into like doing the game show thing. And it was just kind of random, like this comedic game show thing. Like I worked on the show um, a couple of years ago called, called That's My Jam, which mm-hmm. is a Jimmy Fallon ga- game show. It's basically oh. like a spinoff of The Tonight Show um, with celebrity contestants. And it's all music based. And I kind of got into it because, you know, I have the comedy music thing but also the guy who was running the show at the time was a huge stern fan and um so yeah i went into that and it it went so well like i created like i think like three games that are gonna like the show hasn't even aired yet um it comes out this summer but like like three of the games are my idea like and this is my jam it's called that's my jam jimmy fallon is the host it's a primetime nbc game show at some point this summer uh but then from there, like, I just suddenly get, got all these opportunities, like, in comedic game shows. And I've always been a huge game show fan. So, yeah, yeah I've worked on a, a Kevin Hart game show called Celebrity Game Face. It was like a uh, quarantine celebrities mm-hmm. at home show. And then I just I just wrapped seven months on a show called Family Game Fight, which premieres right after the Olympic closing ceremonies. It, it's the, the hosts are uh, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. And oh, it's yeah. all these like couple based games. You couldn't get and a better lead in. You couldn't, they, they couldn't. I know, right. Lead. It yeah. kind of sucks. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny, Danny, because <laughs> originally uh, there's a slip and slide game show. The, oh, the diary one? Did you hear about that? One. Yes. Did that I hear about it? Be... Every person who follows me that I don't know is like, hey, Ginny, this is right up your alley. You heard about the slip and slide? That was going like... to be the show that, that, that was going to be the show, but because everybody on that show got diarrhea, they got canceled and Family Game Fight got that position. So thank God for that diarrhea. It's the classic story of the understudy coming in when the star breaks her ankle. Yes, it's, 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 it's diarrhea. It's all once about Eve with diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea saves the day for Eli like, once again. Danny, do you, do you know all about Eve? Do you know that? Do you know yeah, that? Well, yeah, it's all about oh it's all about Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, so I was good. Yeah, it's it's a great seconds. show. It's a great it's it's a really fun show. Kristen who and Dax it? are so funny. And who was the producer who knew you? I'm just out of curiosity, who from Stern. Well, on that's my jam. It was a guy yeah. named Jeff Aploff. Oh, yeah, stern yeah. obsessed guy yeah. on um family game fight also through stern also a stern hire was the guy named noah bonnet oh, who wow. i've actually known for years because he's such a stern fan that i met him at howard's 60th birthday party in new york city which i performed oh, wow. at which yeah, I everybody i mean i'm the list of people mm-hmm. who performed at that and people people who were there it's insane every celebrity in the world was there but um noah Bonnet, who's he's a big time game show producer, but the reason he was there was because they had a a, a contest on the wrap up show where whoever has the the best collection of Stern Show memorabilia wins tickets to Howard's birthday birthday bash, and Noah just has like 
this insane collection of Stern Show memorabilia. You know, it's just, he's, he's an old school fan. He's, you know, he's from uh, Washington, D.C., Baltimore area. And he just has all this stuff. And I heard that was a blast. I was on an email chain with like, I, I, I don't want to like out people, but like some out huge fucking people to, yeah. to, to, to do jokes. And unfortunately, like I couldn't get away. I was shooting my episode that week. And, and so I, and it really bummed me out. I was like, how can I pass up my own episode to go on to? Uh, I know. I felt the same way. I was like, how can I get there without being invited? <laughs> I, I could have got you in. I could have got you in, Jenny. I know. I mean, there's so many people that could have got me in that didn't, that I will never forgive. They're dead to you. They're they're all dead to me. Yeah. Like there were so many people. It's like, oh, Natalie Maines, have fun. Yeah. Like she's a friend. She should have got you in. She should have got you in. Come on. I'm friends with JD. And for like, come on. Yep. This is it's just all bullshit. Uh, Okay. Let me ask you this. How did you get started doing? Were you always wanting to do music or did you want to do comedy? How did the, the two mesh for you? I was, I was mainly like a music guy. Like, I mean, I, I was a serious music guy, like from when I was a kid and like, you know, out of high school, you know, I moved to California when I was in high school. Like I opened for this band, my band opened for this band called the call. And I remember them. You remember that they they were pretty big. Like, this is like, I'm like 16 and like my band. And where are you from too? This is like Chicago area. I was okay. at, at the was time I was living call? in Rockford. Was it the call about that song, The Stand? Come on down. And- That's the alarm. That's the alarm. That the alarm, damn it. But okay. it was similar genre. It's, it's like this sort of anthemic rock. It's like, yes, you, I, it's like we're you two ish. Yes, we're you two ish, you know. Keep going. But, um, the, you know, they were really good. They were a really good band. But, um, uh, you know, I was like a, in in high school, like I was really into like be, you know being serious, you know, yes. like like serious rock. And but we opened for the call, and like at this point, the the main dude in the call was kind of like, hey, I'm. You know, he was getting a little older. He was like, I want to move into like more producing. You know, I want to move out of like p- performing. And mm-hmm. he was like, you guys are good. You and the guitarist are really good. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys move out? when you finish high school and you can move into my house and we'll like do a thing. And I, that's I'm crazy. like, why not? This is great. You know, this is cool. This like, we, we had no other way out of, you know, yeah. where we were living. We were living where, in Rockford, Illinois. Well, we were living in Rockford, Illinois at the time. And by the way, um, Oh, what's, Oh my God. I'm so bad. I'm so bad with names. What's her name? I actually went to high school with a very famous comedian. What's her? Name. Oh my god! Gonna... It feels like I'm big timing her that I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but it's well, really give, give us some hints, and I bet well, we'll she's figure it she's out. married to. Um, but I guess uh, she's it... married to another comedian. Okay. Who's oh, Jewish? Uh, Natasha Lajero. Yes, Natasha. <laughs> Danny, I went to high school with Natasha. I went to high school with Natasha. Married to another famous comedian, and Danny and I both Natasha Lajero. You got it. And she had like when we were in high school, she was like thought I was such a dork. Um, and rightfully so, I was a dork. By the way, God, <laughs> let's bring on Natasha. She's actually waiting right Natasha! now. Natasha! <laughs> <laughs> Natasha and Moshe, come on out here. Yeah, come on out, guys. Come on. Bring the bring the baby. Let's do it. Uh, do they have a kid? Do they have a kid now? They do have a kid. They have oh, a that's daughter. great. That's great. That's great. But yeah, I, I, that's how I, I, you know, I was doing like serious music. I, that's how I got out to California. And then the guy that I, you know, the guitarist who was really good. I was the singer. 
and I played guitar too, but he was the, you know, genius guitarist, brilliant guy. Yeah. He ended up getting like hooked on drugs. <laughs> and uh, so Wait, that what? Cool. Are you telling me a musician? <laughs> Listen, I'm so like, sorry to spoil your, uh, your view of musicians, but yeah. Oh. You never hear this story. And, uh, I'm was, sorry. This is sad. I thought this was really, just you know, for actually, comedians. I apologize. He, he got clean. He he got they clean. They all do. And then last year he died of an overdose. And I'm laughing about it because <laughs> well, it's a funny story. Obviously, um, <laughs> terrible. Sorry, terrible. Danny. I'm sorry. No, I mean, okay. he. You know, he. He. Uh, <laughs> it happens. It happens. No, it does. We've all lost people. It's a nightmare. But um. We, yeah. it's, it's, it's called gallows humor it's called it gallows humor. yes believe me is that what it's like, <laughs> i've been in writers rooms a long time it's all gallows humor yeah um <laughs> and so, to those so, of you who haven't been in writers rooms just so you, working, we don't want to hear were, you were you working in um like were, were you working in like serious music business at all when you were here after being in that guy's house and all well that? you know we we got a record deal that it fizzled out oh. because of the whole drug thing oh, then right. i started another band we got a record deal like we went on tour with and listen i'm i'm sorry i'm proud of this we went on tour with smash mouth opening for smash mouth hey now i'm an all-star every right. night before you heard all-star you had to endure us you wow. know i think so, that was that's good. I mean, yeah. were, they were they were they were a big act. We've we there's there, there's been a, I mean I didn't love that album. I thought that first album they did with Walking on the Sun was pretty good. I actually totally agree. There was some great stuff in there. And Walking uh, on the yeah. Sun, actually, I that's a catchy fucking song. It's yeah. a catchy fucking song. Also, I'm gonna just come. I'm gonna look. I'm making a real stand here. I don't hate Nickelback as much as I think I'm supposed to. <gasps> Bravo, sir. Bravo, and sir. I I'm, I would never admit that. On a podcast, but uh, um, <laughs> but uh, but they, I during think our they, family, I think our family time, they, I think they get more shit than they deserve. Danny, I think well, you're I banking think... on the fact that you know that I'm the guest, and people probably aren't. Your fans probably aren't listening this. No, far. I know like, this okay, is going to be. I don't know this, this guy. This is... I'm, I'll, I'll no, wait till a... Shooter Jennings is on again. Then I'll. This listen. is a test yeah. show for us. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but when people like any anytime somebody like rips on a person that's like doing well for music comedy whatever it's like that person's a fucking sell piece of shit it's like hey they're whatever it was they did it they did it I, and you I did do. It. when people like, say one hit wonder that's one more hit than you had agree more and by the way most like, oh, of okay, one hit so, so you can have a whole fucking millions of people singing along word for word to one of your songs and somebody else can't they've done it you haven't like exactly. it's easier what to think about your one hit wonder there eli Say what? You were saying you had a one-hit wonder. Uh, well, I'm just saying, I mean, like, I love one-hit wonders. Like, I think there's so many bands that are, quote-unquote, one-hit wonders that are have, have these deep catalogs of a lot of great songs. I mean, I, like, I would say, like, like look at Adam and the Ants or Adam, you know, uh, there's yeah. so many bands that, like, have, they have one hit, but, like, they're really great bands. I mean, the Smiths are probably a one-hit wonder on some level to some people. Like, oh, yeah, how soon is now? But it's like, yeah, yeah. no. They're, no, I didn't disagree with that. There are bit that, that I... I would. I will have to fight you on that. I think. Well, I think the Smiths are widely considered like they are. They are. They are. That's not a great example. You're right. But um, I mean, if you told me that Dexy's Midnight's Runners had like a huge catalog, I'd be like, okay, cool. That why I, I think there it. are people. I think there are people who would say that. It's not me because I don't. No, of course, of course, people go to those. You know, Dexy's you know. Midnight Runners. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. a huge Bahaman. I mean, like Bahaman. Like, well, let's go around the room. Really... My first, my favorite one of their songs is "Who Let the Dogs Out." Oh now, my god, so, that's, that's number like, one. What would be like your their, number two? That's their fifth best song at yeah. best. At best, fifth best. Song. <laughs> my favorite Vapor song has always been "Turning Japanese." Like for me, <laughs> that was. Yeah. Well, Drop Dead Fred. They're trending right now. Right, said Fred. Oh, Drop. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is a movie with the imaginary Fred. A movie but, based on a movie based on that. It's band. actually one of my favorite Sorry, movies. I'm like, yeah, Rick Mail. One of my favorite movies that in my head. I'm like, yeah, that's an age thing because it's a terrible movie. But go on. Um, I, I know. Rick Mail. Supposedly... It was great when he goes up and points in between her mom's legs and goes cobwebs. Doesn't make any sense. But anyway, wow. Um, wow. But yeah, right said Fred today. I saw what you posted. He's like all like. About like it's all about like very anti-mask and oh and- it, was, it was very anti-mask. This was just my favorite thing that somebody was like, okay, Fred, this is what Wright said, Fred. I'm gonna read it. I would like to thank everyone who is still wearing a mask. It saves me a great deal of time. Your mask tells me I don't need to talk to you, know you, work with you, or try to understand your mumblings. You are superficial to requirements. Many thanks, XX, and then. This doctor goes, so in my role as a mental health doctor, my choice to wear a mask, taken in the motivation to protect myself and others as enshrined with the HRA, influenced by my education, makes me superficial, rational, helpful. And then somebody goes, you realize realize you're investing your time and energy arguing about (laughs) epidemiology with right said (laughs) (laughs) I'm too sexy for this mask. Yeah. Too sexy for this mask. No, when I saw that you posted, you'd only posted an app like for ten, five minutes. I said, "There's no way I'm gonna be the first person to say I'm too sexy for this mask." <laughs> it was just, but somebody that's a one-hit wonder. It's like, hey guys, like, I'm like, you're not you too. I'm not even a U2 fan, but at least they have like a leg to stand on for their yeah. music. <laughs> I'm an epidemiologist, and you know what I mean. Well, there there are some people though who have, I think who have been embraced by the right because they are like one hit wonders who have. I, I I'm trying to think of who it would be like, but like anybody who says anything that's like anti mask like gets embraced by. Oh, well, like there's like yeah, by I mean not. I mean, why is it like I used to? I mean, Danny, you probably did too. I used to have like a picture that I cut out of a magazine of Antonio Sabato Jr. Mm. wearing oh, Calvin yeah. Klein underwear. Like when I was in college, like I was like, I look. Did, I, I had a different one on my wall, but go on. Hot piece of ass. Oh my God, he was on Melrose Place. And then now I'm like, dude, not the guy that I. Well, I was really bummed out that like the band Berlin played at like Mar-a-Lago at like some like. In the Wait, middle did of, they? I didn't they know. Did, and I love Terry Nunn. I thought like that was like, it really bummed me out. How are we? Then again, though, I mean, as long as Enigma doesn't do it, that was my go-to. Song. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good fucking song in the '90s. I will say that. Oh yeah, like anybody, you know, like if I'm trying to hook up with you, it's like come over to my house, and then I just hit that Enigma Pandora. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite song of theirs is Sadness Part Two. Um, what's Sadness yours? Part One? Is- <laughs> Sadness Part Six is pretty good. Oh yeah. Sadness Part One will kill your boner, but Part Yeah, two- yeah, it's just too sad. <laughs> It's just so good. Not enough Gregorian chanting. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, we've reached that time, Eli, uh, where we talked about our... <laughs> now, our, now that everyone's lost her virginity to yeah, Sabbath yeah. Part 2. <laughs> so, so Eli, um, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. We love Hey, you. it's my like, pleasure. I'm, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it, you know, it's an honor to have been asked, finally. Well, you're one of those people that we are always rooting for. We have Thank our you. friends who, like, when we hear them, we're not consumed with jealousy when they get good things happening to them. You're yeah. one of them. Most people, uh, we are. Honestly, but, you you guys always give me props. What kind of what kind of like a little bit bothers me sometimes when when you have somebody on who knows me, and who I know yeah. in real life, and then like you like say stuff positive about me, and like they don't like, oh yeah, I love you. Like he's great. Like no, um, they usually make the jerk off sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's or they okay. or they leave the meeting, and we're like, wait, we're not done yet. Why did <laughs> okay. you leave meeting? Well, see, I don't, I don't, I can't see any of that, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, we always we're up stuff we're watching. What, 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 what do you been watching? What do you, what, what's a, what's a recommendation from you, my friend? Well, I mean, I've, I've been so busy. I mean, I haven't watched that much. I mean, of course I plan to watch family game fight starting yes. August 8th. Yes. There you go. Dak Shepard and, and Kristen Bell on NBC prime time, right after the Olympics. And you're going to, by the way, that, also send us an email so we can promote that on when it gets closer. Yes, Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Yes. Um, wait, this isn't live stream. This isn't going out right now. No, no, no definitely. No, no. We got to <laughs> say whatever you want. We'll cut out all the bad parts. You know what I love? I love, I love, 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 love so much. Girls Five Eva on Peacock. Have you guys seen it? I have, I have not, not seen, seen it. Girls it. Five Eva, the best. I haven't it's got. The best. Oh, it's got Paula Kill in it, and I want to see it, but I don't have the Peacock yet. I'm I gotta so get the- out about that Peacock. show. I don't want to watch it. I wrote a band. I wrote a, a script years ago called uh, a Man Band which was like the very first boy band and when I wanted all older people. And it was like, and I see this and we couldn't get it going. And it's like, oh, this is the better version of it, I'm sure. So it breaks my heart. But um, I know I heard it's great. It's fantastic. It's, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge, I mean, as a music comedy guy, I love anything with music and comedy to begin with. I mean, I mean, you know, Spinal Tap, Tenacious D's show, yeah. like all that. But like Girls Five Eva is like just so good. It, it's so well constructed. It's got hilarious music it's you know it's it's just it's perfect it's a perfect show it's it's you know tita Fey's an executive producer she's not like a creator but like it's definitely got the 30 rock um yeah vibe the you know the uh it has all the cash you got paula pell in it who oh my god she's amazing can do no wrong she's absolutely amazing in it she's absolutely hilarious it's you know she's playing she's playing someone who's probably 15 years younger than she actually is in real life and it's which is so funny it's just so funny to begin with um but man girls five ever is the best show i've seen in years All oh right. my god that's a what a record that's a great i'm gonna have to now get Me peacock too. i don't have peacock i guess i'll subscribe and then get off it yeah i think you can do that because danny, once can you, you subscribe one, yeah danny subscribe to it and then give me your password I have enough people since I've been dating doing that to me. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm sure. It's like I get to know what everybody I don't see anymore is like um, is watching. Oh no, my mom is on all my stuff right now, which is funny to me because now I can monitor her viewing habits. That's great. And oh that's wow! Like when now, now I how the tables have turned. I'm like, why do you keep watching? Mom, why are you watching Pornhub? No, she just keeps watching. It's funny that everything else is super boring, but the one thing she watched was uh, Any Given Sunday, but she kept watching it up until the point where so Cameron good. Diaz shakes the guy's hand in the locker room with his dick hanging out. Yeah. And every time this guy's like, his dick is like literally down at his knees. 
and oh camera my God, shakes that's so his hand. Weird. And I realized my mom watches it up until that point. I'm like, oh. Jenny, that is so crazy. That's that like is that. so. It's crazy because it's true. That's I love <laughs> <laughs> this is like um, I you know, you might not want to put poured. that out there that she's watching. Yeah. My, my VHS poured from 20 years ago and was like, oh, here's like an archaeological record of where I came in 1994. <laughs> where you came? <laughs> <laughs> not it's where you've been, but where you came. Right? exactly the moment I orgasmed <laughs> in 1994 and put the same. So you, you look at the VHS tape and you can see like where it stops. And you're like, I yeah, wherever it stopped. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, I wasn't kind. I didn't know what. I'm what. So, Jenny, go. <laughs> I've got okay season two of Dave. Yeah, loving, you're loving it. Loving season two of Dave. Eliza Schlesinger just has a new movie on Netflix called Good on Paper that I would highly recommend watching. I've seen that. I've seen that. I found Dave to be not. I found Dave. I love Dave. I saw it. It's, it's a completely different show now. It's a completely it is. Different, it's different show. Although I did love the one with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the one before, was it the one before that with Benny and him having like the most homoerotic hang yeah. together? Well, I, anything Gaeta does is amazing. Like that, that guy can act. He's so good. Gaeta is so fit. Like I love all the characters and, um, whis you know, Whiskey Ginger, uh, Andrew no. Santino. Yeah, he's so good in this. So great, and it, it's a completely different show this season. But I still, I yeah, still, it's, I watch. I, I you know, I it, it's got me. I'm still hooked in it. And then um, I talked about last week. Have you seen yet the Mysterious Benedict Society? I have not. I, I, I saw it on, but I did see it on um, on on Disney. It's okay. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna pressure you for next okay. week to watch it because I I watched the third episode. I, I really, really love this show. It's great. I'm still loving Loki, by the way. I, Loki's I, fucking fantastic. Loki's I just great. love it. It's great. Um, uh, yeah, Loki's fantastic. But that mysterious Benedict Society, Tony Hale is so good at it. Okay, I'm now, okay. This is a good recommendation. We're watching. I love Tony Hale. And any. I feel like there's nothing Tony Hale. Everything I love right now, like the house broken show, the cartoon. He does like oh, yeah. three voices oh. on that. Love that. That's a, so. I, I want to give that a shout out because that's Jen and Gabby who created that, and um, and it's so good. Um, Housebroken. What, what, what's no, it? No, Housebroken animated show about like a group of pets who are in like group therapy. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's it's super funny. You can watch it on a Hulu. It's it's a it's a Fox show. Uh, Lisa Kudrow voices the kind yeah. of the main dog. Clea Duvall. She's one of the creators too. Really good. But Danny, what have you been watching? I mean, those that I mean that those two size uh, porn too. I haven't watched as much porn. I should. I'm going to watch some porn later. Um, Danny, who's your I favorite porn star currently? Might I ask? Um, the girl, the, the girl. I don't the girl know with any the of the women anymore. I can't yeah. really name the women anymore. But um, no, the girl with the. Uh, <laughs> I like to, you know, I like the golden oldies, uh, but uh, um. Betty but, White is still your favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Early Betty White is. Late Betty White, did, middle she Betty did a White. Lot of porn. She did a lot of porn early on. People don't know. You know, I'm watching. I'm on to, I'm to, I just watched two episodes, and it's moody and weird. An Icelandic drama on, um, <laughs> you on uh, Netflix called okay. um, called Katla, and it's like there's a. It's so beautiful, but it's like there's a there's a volcano on Iceland, and it's very slow. But it's like there's been a volcano, and out of the dirt, this like sort of this woman sort of emerges and is lost and, and, and it's what's affecting this town. I haven't sussed out the mystery or what it is. But Wait, it what's it called again? I'm looking this up. K-A-T-L-A. Okay. 
Right. Yeah, it's Iceland. I, oh, I don't know. I like the farm. I, there's something about these foreign shows on Netflix that I love because I don't recognize any of the actors and I can really lose myself in the story. Yeah. It just, it, I don't- I, you, I, you, I, you don't I, look I, and go like, oh, I just saw her on page six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like throwing up on her ex-boyfriend. You're like, oh no, I don't have any idea who this is. This is <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Eli, always a delight. I hope we get to see you in person. Are you, you're in LA, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, we should, we should hang out soon. Are you performing anywhere soon? I'm not performing. I mean, like, you know, I, I you know, the pandemic, I, I would love to perform. I, you know, it's not really like a huge priority of mine because I'm work, you know, working on shows now. And, but like, I would love to perform at some point if, if that happens. And by the way, you mentioned, you know, you know, Lil Dicky with Dave. Uh -huh. uh, I would also shout out that video pillow talking he has. Oh it's my a couple God, years old, but great. that is just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I mean, like, again, I know we want to talk about things that are current now. Well, we don't have to. Yeah. I mean, no, we, we don't have to. Trust me. I just watched the, the Cars movie, by the way. Oh, great. It's great. I right? recommend I, the Cars movie. Have you guys seen no. the Tenacious Deek doing the Abbey Road Beatles medley? Oh my it just God. came out yeah. two days ago. It's, 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 yes. It's seminal. I watched it probably 30 times the day it came out. I'm the biggest Jack Black fan in the world. I'm the biggest Tenacious D fan in the world. Like again, the Joel McHale show, the, the final show, yeah. I performed with Jack Black. I wrote a song. I wrote I wrote a version of that end credit song specifically for him. You know, with his particular scat style, I got to perform yeah. with him. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. I love him. But like this, this version of of the Abbey Road final medley is so great. And the video, it's it's super cheesy. It's super like oh. green screen, but then like. It's also just beautiful, but like the last moment where Jack and Kyle with their giant bellies <laughs> protruding walk up to each other and they take their masks off together and then they touch fingers like E.T. And then they turn and they run towards the ocean. They're on the beach. They run towards the ocean in the same style that Kyle ran towards the ocean in one of the first episodes of the Tenacious D show on HBO they ever did 21 years ago. It's like, I was bawling. It's I watched it 30 times. I was oh, bawling wow. every time. It's really, really good. And two people sent it to me and it's really good. We should link that um, in this app. I, I would love to. Yeah, link for it. sure. It's, it's definitely worth seeing. Um, and I'd love to, you know, I'd love to hang out with you, my friend. I yeah. would love to hang out with you. I'd love to hang out with you, you too, Jenny. And, you know, I mean, but which one of us would you like to? Yeah, I mean, okay, obviously me, you. I mean, you're way hotter. You said give him a boner. I'm like, it's, it's a no brain. But Danny might give me a job. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know, but Danny what also might make job? you work I mean, for that job. It's like the you age might old, have the age old. Danny will make you. Danny will make <laughs> you do things you're not proud of. <laughs> you guys that are the best. Job will come with consequences. I love you both so much. I'm such a fan of both of you. Yes, thank you, Doing It Nation. And uh, anything, anything else, Danny? You want to plug or? I just did my whole night. That was it. That was it. You you nailed it. That's nailed awesome. It. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Doing It Nation. Bye. 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 Thank you. Pew, pew, pew.